0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Irreligiosophy, the one true podcast. All other podcasts are love children of Methuselah. (laughs) Well, that is very true,
1: and uh, they haven't even reached the quality of us quite yet, so uh, they're still in their
0: adolescence. Okay, before we get into the actual content of the podcast, we're going to go and um, look at our mailbag. Let's... uh, Reach in deep inside and grab uh, out of the thousands of fan mail that we've got. Thousands? We've got, like, two. (laughs) What do you got?
1: Well, my favorite comes from Amy in Oklahoma, and uh, she actually kicks us in the shin. It's it's pretty entertaining. Uh, I'll read you directly from what she said, and no, I did not ask her permission, so just be quiet. It says... uh, As an adult, I've struggled with separating what I've uh, been taught from truth, wrapped up in the humor and semi-nerdiness of your podcast,
0: an entire episode based on role-playing games? Really? You know, I take offense at that, um... I don't know when we claim to be semi-nerds. <laughs> Actually, a lot of the times we fight to find out who's the most nerdy of us. I am
1: 100% all nerd. I, I can attest to that. His uh, penis is about the size of a, you know,
0: a mat, so. How can you attest to that? Oh, uh, well, you know, a microscope. We uh, <laughs> also have <laughs> Robin Edwards! Uh, as your official 10th fan, I have to stay out of the show. Now, ho- hold on, hold on. Amy is our official 10th fan. And she Robin. Says that uh, It's a nice testament to the fact that we lose listeners just as rapidly as we gain them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, up to this point, I have always held to, we, we only have four to five listeners. But with so many of you asking to be the 10th listener, I think that's our new numbers. We have 10 listeners.
0: Uh, we got a couple new reviews, right? Yeah, actually we did. So, uh, both five stars. Obviously, great, they don't know what they're talking about. Great podcast about two estranged lovers. Is that us? I think it's us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he loved the podcast. We really liked the episode about Babylonian mythology. Love to see more episodes, etc., etc. Um, we here in Massachusetts are still going through post-traumatic stress disorder from having a Mormon as a governor. Uh, really, can that be any worse than having a wrestler uh, as a governor? Uh, what well, it wouldn't be any worse than having an action star as a governor. Uh, J. Rod Strawberry uh, <laughs> said, "Subscribe to this podcast now." He stumbled on it a couple of weeks ago and has quickly become one of his favorites among many. Isn't that uh, that's amazing? Yeah, well, you know, I I mean, that amazing to become a favorite of
1: anything by somebody who calls themselves J. Rod Strawberry is. He's a, is probably <laughs> a testament. <laughs> Probably been kicked out of the major leagues because of drugs. Oh, well, we wouldn't be surprised. Uh,
0: right, we got um, Jack Chick
1: uh, tracks. Yeah, now, as I was introduced to these just last week, and... That's, that,
0: to me, is also amazing.
1: Yeah. How in the world have you not come across Jack Chick tracks? Well, I just haven't. Just accept it. But uh, we actually had someone comment, I believe it was James uh, from Massachusetts uh, again, he commented and said that we should do an entire podcast on these Jack Chick tracks, and Charlie and I have gone through, and we've found three that just top the charts on being beautifully
0: and wonderfully stupid. Two of which he, he actually linked us to. The third he linked this to was the Big Daddy and Evolution, and I was going to do that, I got all excited, but then I realized we'd already kind of knocked down all this art. Yeah, we'd already covered most of it. So, so we got The Visitors, which is about Mormons, Boo about Halloween, and uh, Who Murdered Clarice about abortion? <laughs> which do you want to do first? Um, I think we should do The Visitors. Uh, the Visitors, the Mormon should, one. We should do the Mormon one, because that one, I I couldn't stop
1: laughing as I was reading it.
0: Yeah, so basically, um, this girl goes over to her aunt's house and uh, asks her if there's anything new. She says, well, yes, um, I've got some real friends. And they coincidentally knock on the door. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I love. is She's sitting there saying, I have
1: some real friends. And uh, she's pointing out that these real friends come over when she needs them and are very helpful. So, uh what do your normal friends do?
0: She doesn't have any other friends. Uh,
1: well, judging by the uh, horn rim glasses, I can tell you <laughs> well, why. Her hair is pulled tight back into a bun. Uh, she looks like a
0: 50s librarian. So, uh. <laughs> these two missionaries uh, knock on the door, they let her in, and. You should see the look of horror on Janice's face. That's the niece. Yeah. And she's thinking. <gasps> They're Mormons. Mormons! Oh no! <laughs> Estorist, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Well, you know, you have to specify, because there's so many organizations out there known as the Mormons. Right, exactly. Um, so she said uh, uh, she has read the Book of Mormon. She felt that burning uh, in her bosom uh, that, that they told her about. Um, <laughs> Which Charlie has felt. I, I have felt. not. Um, and then she, uh, her, her niece Janice, I think she's Aunt Fran, is that right? No, Aunt Fran is the horn-rimmed librarian. Yeah, that's right, Aunt Fran. Um, but Janice jumps into the fray and uh, starts questioning these uh, elders. Yeah. Uh, now, she she didn't show up naked to the door like we were telling you all to, but... Uh, Clearly, yeah. Jack Chick has not listened to our podcast. <laughs> um, she, say, uh, she asks, don't you teach that God was once a man? He says, uh, immediately they get nervous. Well, uh, yes, uh, Brigham Young didn't teach that.
1: Yeah, Now, that is true. However, that is not a mainstream Mormon doctrine. And, in fact, if you even ask that to missionaries out there, they would kind of look at you funny, because I can guarantee you at least
0: 90% of them don't even know about what the... are talking primitive. about that is not a mainstream Mormon doctrine? That is not a mainstream Mormon doctrine. Of course it is. It's a, it's a doctrine that, that you can become a god. Well,
1: it's a doctrine that you can become a god, but they don't go back and follow the Adam God doctrine. They don't sit there and state that... God was really Adam here on Earth. That's not mean, right? Adam God. They're
0: not talking about Adam God. They're talking about as God once was, you may become as you are now. Of course, they're talking
1: about Adam God. Did you not teach that God was once a man?
0: And then she quotes Brigham Young. Yeah, Father, God should be disposed to walk through these aisles. We should not know him from any one of the congregation. You would see him as a man. That's not Adam God. That's pretty close. She's saying God was a man once. Moving on. (laughs) <laughs> I know you don't teach polygamy, polygamy anymore, but uh, don't you believe God the Father has many wives? Janice, that's a terrible question. They wouldn't believe a thing like that. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's That's kind of true. <laughs> and you believe God the Father is now on a planet near the star Kolob with his wives having spiritual children. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. There's a hymn
1: sung high on Kolob or something like that. If I can get get high it? my way to Kolob. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right.
0: man. Oh, oh, my Lord. God. Um, <laughs> doesn't your church teach that Satan and Jesus are spirit brothers? Yes, uh, our prophet President Kimball uh, taught that. Yeah, fact, that's it's the one that bothers me. It's like all these Protestants say, oh, my God, they teach that Satan and Jesus are spirit brothers. <gasps> oh, my. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty common teaching in the Mormon church. And then they get into the um, racism of the church. Can you tell us about the war in heaven? Yes, that's when both Jesus and Lucifer approached God with their plans of salvation. Uh Lucifer's plan was to make the people worship God. Jesus' plan was to show the people how to worship. That that's actually pretty accurate. Yeah, that's that's dead on, actually.
1: Now the interesting thing is, is he talks about those who rebelled with Satan and that they were thrown down from heaven? And uh, this is where the demons come from. Uh, truth be told, Mormons don't believe in demons. Right. They believe in uh, just
0: evil spirits. Right, exactly. Um, one third was faithful and stayed with Jesus in the battle. The other third didn't fight as valiantly. They, they, it's not they didn't fight as valiantly. They didn't fight at all. Yeah. They, they stayed fence. on the fence. The ones who are faithful to Jesus are born as babies with white skin. And the spirit children who didn't fight valiantly or sat on the fence... The baby's born with black skin. Now, she's, she's aghast at this. She goes, what a terrible thing to say. If I were black and found out about this, I'd be outraged. I know that's not in the Bible. Thank God she's not black. Yes. It spares her a lot of outrage. <laughs> 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 yes. It, Whew! That was a close one. Yeah, if I was black, I would be so <laughs> outraged at you two I'd right now. I'd be so mad. Whew! <laughs> Isn't it true that you both believe you'll become gods of the planet of your own? Yes, that's true. Yeah,
1: in fact, um, Charlie's wife has a a brother who actually uh, went on a trip with me once, and I was kind of sitting there talking to him about uh, why he didn't follow through with the things he wanted to do, like becoming a stuntman or something like that. And uh, his response to me was, this life is something you muddle through until you get to the next life. And then he started telling me that he wanted to build a planet once he died and became a god that would be completely covered in water so he could water ski and do water sports constantly. <laughs> 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 I, I kid you not. That was his exact reason for wanting to become a god.
0: That's fantastic. Uh, I guess you don't have to have any spiritual; then You just make whatever. You make a Kevin Costner movie, I guess. Oof. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, Journal of Discourse shows that the Mormons once taught that Jesus had many wives. The two sisters of Lazarus and Mary Magdalene. Um, Now, I heard that plenty of times growing up. Did you ever hear that in church? Never heard it a single time. Um, They don't teach that anymore. Um, It was a teaching of the early church when they'd say over and over, Jesus was a rabbi. In order to be a rabbi in first century um, Judea or wherever, uh, you had to be married. Um, But they didn't understand, and never told me if they did understand, that rabbi was a term uh, used to, uh, in general as teacher. Right? Yeah, yeah it's so if, a you, general term. if you call someone a teacher, it doesn't mean they have to uh, <laughs> graduate from college and have a bachelor's degree. You know, <laughs> it's just a general term. Yeah, I mean, a child can be a rabbi in some instances, as long as they are teaching you in an intellectual way. So, he didn't have to be married, and they, they apparently, you know, Jesus was followed around by a lot of women. And so they said, well, clearly those are his wives. You know, even woo, 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 woo. Jesus was polygamous. <laughs> 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 well, we believe Jesus couldn't become a god unless he was married. That's true. That um, is very true. You're saved as a couple in Mormonism. You're not saved individually. No. interestingly enough, my aunt has been unmarried her entire life.
1: She's now got to be in her 60s. And uh, she goes to the adult singles wards. Um, she uh, uh, still has crushes on people. And uh, the funny thing is, is her and her sister got into a huge argument about her not being married because uh, the sister was basically stating that if you're not married down here, you can't be saved. And she was saying, oh, are you telling me God doesn't have somebody up in heaven for me? If you're fugly, there's hope. hope. If you're fugly with no personality, there is hope in
0: heaven. You will find a mate, and you will be married off. Because when we go to heaven, we see people as they are on the inside. Yes, yes, that's always that's 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 a big thing. Is
1: you will actually become the perfect you.
0: So they say that uh, Joseph Smith was. um, He brings up that thing you found that he was arrested in 1826 for the occult practice called glass looking. Um. (laughs) and that uh, Joseph Smith and his brother Hiram were both masons. In fact, Joseph Smith jumped from a first degree to a sublime degree mason in only one day. Uh, What? (laughs) That smacks of bribery. Like, Joseph Smith gave someone a big bribe, and they just made him a huge mason. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know about that. That could be true, that could not be true. He definitely was involved in masonry. Um, I think that's where he got the uh, temple ceremony, and there's a bunch of Masonic symbols on the temple. Um, I don't know if he was a sublime degree Mason. I don't even know what that means. Aunt Fran, I've studied the history of Dr. Mormonism, and I can tell you for a fact that it is nothing but a modern-day form of Baal worship. All hail... Pro- <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, when I was, um, being brought up, we, uh, we routinely sacrificed to Baal.
1: Oh, every weekend. and uh, I mean, you my just family got, just... did just got bored. Day.
0: Yeah. No, it's... Common oh, another bail practice. Right? <laughs> it's a mixture of Babylonian and Jewish religions, masonry and Catholic tradition. That's all the stuff that Jack Jake personally can't stand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's point out everything that he hates. They have they claim apostolic authority just like the Vatican. They even have twelve apostles in Salt Lake City, Utah. <gasps> Oh, unlike
1: Jesus. Yes, I can't believe they would do such oh a my thing. God. Why would they organize their church
0: much like Jesus did? <laughs> oh, blah blah blah. And then she converts one of the Mormon missionaries. You poor Mormons have been betrayed by your own false prophets. Elder Tanner, wouldn't you like to cut through all this unscriptural nonsense and get to know the real Jesus of the Bible? Uh, uh yes. yes? <laughs> no, you don't. Come on, we're leaving. That... <laughs> the guys spending 2 years of his life Trying to uh, share Mormonism with everyone else, but and in five minutes, yeah. One oh my conversation, god! Oh my god! I can't
1: believe you pointed my eyes. And the funny thing is, is he already knew all of this stuff, but by
0: her pointing them out to him, all of a sudden, oh my god! I'll tell you, I tell you what would really happen. He would go to his uh, uh, mission president. He'd have a talk with the mission president. The mission president say, "Oh no, that's false. Um, here's the real truth, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera, and then, yeah. Yeah, and the, what I love you. is
1: his uh, his partner is sitting there going, how could you be so stupid, and then sitting there going, I'm reporting you before you get reported, and then you'll be shipped to Timbuktu. No, yeah. that's not true. That happens quite a bit. Yeah, in fact, if a Mormon missionary uh, falls flat on his face, let's say, he doesn't get
0: shipped to a different mission. He gets sent home. He gets sent home. And it's uh, to the shame of himself and his family, basically, yeah, that he couldn't could. um, fulfill his mission.
1: In fact, there's even a a Mormon movie out there, uh, "Return with Honor," I believe, is what it's called. Yeah. Where one of the uh, the Mormons, uh, I think he slept with a woman or something, and was so distraught about being sent home that he slit his wrists in the bathtub and had to have his partner come in and save him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a big shame and that return with honor is a big cultural thing with Mormons oh, they often have it on, on their door <laughs> yeah. so when you leave the house you're reminded you should do honorable things and yeah. return with honor
1: well see my favorite thing is I saw that movie with my dad and he's sitting next to me sniffling away and I'm looking God. at him and I'm looking at the movie and I'm like you got to be kidding me I'm like, um, the dude slept with a woman. That's, uh, a, a,
0: and he slices his wrists over that. Most people would be celebrating. I, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, maybe what I'll do, because I got a bunch of, my wife has a bunch of Jesus stuff and Lauren stuff all around the house. I think maybe I will, um, buy something that has that Spartan motto on it Return with your shield or on it. Yeah. Uh, pin out yeah. on my door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Aunt Fran, uh, says she's so glad, uh, Janice was here, um, she was so close to making a horrible decision. The Lord timed it just right, Aunt Fran. Uh, so then she gets down and prays, and she's saved. Yeah. Now, that's my
1: favorite thing. She kneels down just once, prays, and then,
0: oh, Janice,
1: I'm saved. Uh, wow. God's pretty easy to please. That was a close one. Yeah. So, well, when you and I are on our deathbed, you and I should just pray, and then
0: we'll be saved. Absolutely. Yes. That's my plan. All right. <laughs> All right, you want, to be, you want to save Halloween for last? I do, actually. You want to... All right. Um, the next one's Who Murdered Clarice? And it's about abortion. So, um, under Battle Cry, he has uh, um, questions. Would you consider abortion in these four situations? Yeah, this is actually very Are you ready? Yes. There's a preacher and wife who are very, very poor. They already have 14 kids. Now she finds out she's pregnant with her 15. They're living in tremendous poverty. Considering their poverty and, excessive, and the excessive world population... Would you consider recommending abortion, Leighton?
1: Good God, yes. Why does she have 14 children? Not only
0: would I recommend abortion, I'd recommend the slaughter of 13 of those 14 children. Yes. In in fact, let's do it like the Chinese
1: do. Let's just drown them in the rivers. I mean, come on. Seriously, 14 children?
0: You're in poverty? How are you even... Yeah. Uh, Birth control. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Number two. The father is sick with sniffles. The mother has TB. They have four children. The first is blind. The second is dead. What? <laughs> what? The third is deaf, and the fourth has TV. So are, are I guess they only have, have three children. Are they keeping the, the, the dead <laughs> one just <of them laughs> in the corner? <laughs> the second is dead. Uh, the mother finds she is pregnant again. Given the extreme situation, would you recommend abortion? Yes. 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 Good God! Look at the children. You're they already We They already aborted the second one. Yeah. Uh number three, a man raped a thirteen year old black girl and she got pregnant. What does that have to do with it? Why is she black? If you were her parents, would you consider recommending abortion? Yes. yes. She's thirteen. Absolutely. I mean
1: she's been raped, it's already traumatic. You want her to have a child and be faced with that rape every day of this child's life? Are you kidding me?
0: Uh I still don't know what being black has to do with that. Well, obviously black children get raped more uh, than white children. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, a teenage girl is pregnant. She is not married. Her fiancé is not the father of her baby, and, she is, and he is very upset. Would you recommend abortion? Yes. Personally, I don't give two shits. That's between them. Absolutely, I'd recommend abortion. I recommend abortion across the board, 100%. Yeah.
1: Doesn't
0: matter what the question is. <laughs> All right, if you've answered yes to any of these situations, in the first case, you would have killed John Wesley, one of the great evangelists of the 19th century. Why, why do I care about that? Yeah. Don't care. In the second case, you would have killed Beethoven. Eh. I'm okay with that. In the third case, you would have killed Ethel Waters, the great black gospel singer. <gasps> li- he, he's really in tune with this black stuff. Yeah, yeah. So okay. she's a gospel singer, so what? Okay. In the fourth case, you would have recommended the murder of Jesus Christ. Eh. Yeah, i okay with that. Lots of people, the Inquisition. Yeah. The paganism would have continued to spread. I yeah. think that's more interesting than Christianity. In fact, the Crusades wouldn't have slaughtered so right. many. I mean, yeah. I'm, we would have gotten... Yeah, this, this would have been fine. Uh, so, um... Who murdered Clarice? <laughs> oh, no. Clarice. We have a special guest, um... Actually, uh, for this one, for Who Murdered Clarice. Our special guest is Jack Chick. Good evening, Clarice. Um... You've already murdered Clarice, Jack. You don't
1: have to keep trying to talk to her.
0: The census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. I'm sorry, that's not Jack Jake. That's Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's sometimes hard to uh, tell a part difference. And uh, why you would eat it with fava beans, I don't know. It's much better with a honey glaze.
0: It's your nipples, doesn't it? Well, my nipples are hard enough to cut. Guys. <laughs> <How are yours? laughs> it is rather cold in here, isn't it? Uh, all right. So um, this is all about abortion. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, it starts out at 6:30 a.m. on a cold, foggy Friday morning. Two people entered a side door. The crime had been carefully planned, and the killers were waiting. The butcher did his ugly job. After all, murder was his business. <gasps> Poor Clarice died a terrible death and was dismembered. <laughs> Well, yeah. okay, uh, you would think it would... I don't think she minds side. being dismembered after um, he
1: died. Of yeah, her. well, I, I don't know. Maybe she's complaining about it in heaven.
0: All evidence disappeared. There was no funeral or gravesite. Beautiful Clarice was gone. Thank you, Clarice. How do you know she going to be beautiful? Have you seen some of the alien children? Uh, the crime was shrugged off and forgotten because nobody cared. Uh. Unknown to the participants, someone was watching. His eyes were like Flames! Only he could hear Clarice's silent screams. Does he need visine? I think it's safe. I think he needs visine. (laughs) Those involved would stand before him charged with murder one. Clarice's brutal death would be avenged. Oh, no. Amputate a man's leg, and he can still feel it tickling. Tell me, Mom, when your little girl is on the slab, where will it tickle you? I can tell you where it'll tickle me.
1: I don't think you need to know where it's tickling me right
0: now. Years later, Oswald Gilmore, M.D., Ended his bloody career, he died a very wealthy man.
1: This now, is it, what I love. He's again, got
0: a gun in his mouth. Well, I can see the cause of death. He is attempting to swallow a gun. He probably got <laughs> lost in his throat and he <laughs> suffocated. Now, really, you, you should chop the gun up first. Let's get him a hacksaw. A little pepper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he's in heaven and he's arguing with Jesus. Now, why would he go to heaven? I, I thought <laughs> killing yourself was already an abominable sin. He hasn't been judged yet. Oh, okay. And now he's arguing about abortion. What's the big deal over one lousy abortion? Um, it it was wasn't his, his business? Business abortion? But Didn't he, he have he a whole bloody gone. career?
1: Yeah, well, it was
0: just one. Yeah.
1: That was his one career and it made, his, it made
0: him <laughs> enough money for the rest of his life. He says, um, there are a bunch of other people. There are conspirators in your crime. Uh, I was a Supreme Court Justice. Am I involved? Absolutely! Let's go, it's time to meet your judge. (gasps) I love the big wings on the end of the angel. Yeah, yeah, he's gay. People will say we're in love. Surprise, everybody, it's the Lord Jesus Christ! Oh my! (laughs) He will judge the world, the nations, the cities, and every soul born on this planet because He created the universe. So this corrects me, if you take a look at this image, you have this somewhat, I mean, just. Well, look, he's like twenty times. He's like the this pharaoh of Egypt. Yeah. He's twenty times the size of these little guys. He doesn't even have a face. There's no he's just face. Like a glowing figure. A bunch of lightning in the background and maybe it's uh, Zeus some that they're going to face. <laughs> Surprise! It's Zeus. It's Zeus. <laughs> Before Jesus came to the earth to become a man, he was the one who gave ten commandments to Moses. It's supposed to be his finger, but it looks like this long sort of toilet-papery paper, tissue thing writing on the Ten Commandments. Maybe that is his finger. Are you putting him down for a, a birthday anyway, thing? His finger he has got rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> Jesus can be your most loving friend or the most frightening enemy in the universe. <gasps> oh. uh, I didn't seem too mean to me in the New Testament except when he was turning over the tables and whipping the money changers. Well, that is kind of mean. I mean, it hurt their feelings. Dr. Gilmore his case, he's not even talking about his suicide, it's all about abortion. Yeah. I performed that abortion at the mother's request. It was perfectly legal. I worked within the law. Not within my law. You committed murder and sold Clarissa's body parts. You devil! You sold her baby ears for seventy-five dollars, and I damn you to hell. Who buys baby ears? And not What's only, the market for baby oh, ears? Not only that, but we're talking a small
1: fetus. Are the ears even formed at that point? <laughs>
0: you sold her baby you ears. You sold
1: her baby ears for seventy-five dollars. Uh, Are we at a Chinese market walking through? Ooh, look, honey, we need some more baby
0: ears. I imagine it's eBay. eBay? I'll take a couple baby fingers, one baby ear. One
1: baby ear, and, oh, that looks like a small baby penis. That was mine.
0: (laughs) God. This guy lives in a total different uh, universe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Baby. How the hell are you even selling these baby parts when it's
0: being chopped up and vacuumed out? I don't know. You carefully dismember the body, I guess, to preserve the baby ears. Of course. (laughs) They're a delicacy in Thailand. Uh, I heard every excuse. Don't tell me about your great nation and its laws. I will judge all nations and each one of you separately. He's pointing his big finger at him. Yes, his uh, just bulbous finger. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Satan loves to destroy children. Look at some of his techniques. In Egypt, Pharaoh gave an order that all Jewish baby boys were to be thrown in the river to drown. Um, okay. Alright, whatever. <laughs> Satan has murdered babies throughout history. They've been sacrificed to all kinds of false gods, like Molech, Baal, Kali, and to Satan himself. Well, underneath Baal, there's Mormonism, so I guess that yeah. means uh, Mormons are sacrificed. Yeah, we sacrificed a bunch of babies yeah, all the time. Of all the babies ever born, there was only one that Satan had to destroy at all costs. Those. Why did he try so hard with all the other babies? Jesus. Yeah, he was trying to kill Moses up above, but apparently this one's Jesus. Yeah, uh, obviously Moses didn't do any good in history, so, you know. Wise men from the east followed a star and came to Jerusalem to worship the newborn king. Of course. Uh, But Herod didn't like it, uh, so he tried to kill everybody, which is blatant plagiarism from the pharaoh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, when Adam and Eve rebelled against God in the Garden of Eden the Lord cursed the whole human race by having their sin passed on to all of us well that sounds fair yeah uh, now, curiously uh, enough I what does that about? have to do with killing babies isn't this guy read the New Testament you know there was this um, guy who was blind and they come up and they said uh, Jesus was this his fault or the fault of his parents why is he being punished and Jesus said you don't know anything it's nobody's fault so, apparently, the sins don't pass on through generations. Uh, 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 yes, it does. Adam and Eve. We have Adam and Eve's sin in us. So, um, uh, the blood he shed was holy and precious. This is the only way our sin can be washed away. Well, thanks, God, for giving us a freaking no-win scenario. Yeah. Nazi Germany, during World War II, committed unspeakable crimes. It murdered six million Jews, and that included unborn Jewish babies. And you know what? If I was Jewish, I'd be outraged at that. Yeah, I can't believe they would shoot pregnant mothers. uh, Fortunately, I'm not Jewish, so way to go,
1: Adolf. Yeah, you know, uh, I I mean, that's as bad as if I was black, I would (laughs) would be outraged
0: if I was Jewish. Yes, yes. If I was Russian, I'd be outraged at the 10 million Russians that were killed. Yeah, but since I'm not Russian, that's okay. Today, babies are being aborted worldwide to control the population. We are told this is good. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You know, all those aborted babies um, don't grow up and and make more babies, so that's actually not And plus, the market on ears is getting flooded. Yeah, it's driving down the price. (laughs) (laughs) Today, the Bible is considered a joke, and the fear of God is gone. And look, he's watching a vampire movie um, whilst drinking, and the Holy Bible sat unread with a cobweb um, next next to jack-in-the-box. or something. (laughs) Look at all the alcohol underneath that yeah. Bible. That is awesome. Apparently his greatest sin is that he's watching Twilight. Oh, yes. Good God. Burn that. Every year, 45 million children are murdered throughout the world by abortion. Woo-hoo. Do you think God will tolerate this wickedness much longer? I don't know. He's been sitting on his ass for years. Yeah. I mean, Roe v. Wade was in the 70s. Yep, yeah. That's uh, 30 years he's been sitting on his ass.
1: Well, see, what I love is after I read that, I looked to when he actually put this uh, tract out. It was in 2000. Nine years later, God still hasn't done anything about it. Not much longer. Yeah. When is God getting off his
0: ass there, Jack Chick? If you've had or been involved in abortion, God will forgive you for this crime only on one condition. Repent and be forgiven. And there she goes. She's Lord Jesus, I'm a lost sinner. You know what I've done. Please forgive me and come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior but she was never saved. We don't see her going, Oh, praise Jesus, I'm saved. So God did not save her. He refused. He refused. Um, The next panel is kind of strange. Do you know what that picture is? It says Jesus will soon return and is furious over all his wickedness. Um, I I can only assume that's the moon. It's this black panel. There's maybe the earth. I think it's clouds and sunlight. I think that is the sphincter of God. It's opening up and shining his light upon the earth. Well, maybe he's farting at the earth. I mean, have you seen that... Well, he is furious over all this wickedness. (laughs) All right, well, have you seen the movie Knowing? Yes.
1: It's absolutely horrible. By the time the uh, the mother of the girl dies, I sat back and went, good God, they are creating an Adam and Eve movie, and then they just combined it with the Ark. Spoiler alert. That's too late. Too late? Okay, well... (laughs) No one's going to watch that movie anyway because it was the dumbest
0: piece of shit I ever watched. It, it, it's pretty horrible. It is pretty horrible. Oh. Do not watch it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of uh, Clarice. It was very nice having you, Clarice. Very nice. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old family for tonight. Bye. Bye, Jack Chick. Bye. Have fun. All right. Um, this 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 one's my favorite. Yeah. This Halloween one called Boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got to agree with you. This one's my favorite too,
1: which is probably the reason we're going to spend the most time on. It.
0: Yeah, I mean the Mormon one was all right. Um, it was a little more actually a little more accurate than I. Yeah, uh, I it was think. surprisingly accurate. Um, and uh, the same with this one. It is thoroughly researched uh, Halloween and Satan and come up with a surprisingly accurate track. Yeah, you know this this actually happened to me.
1: <laughs> I'm serious. My my buddies, they took me up to
0: Camp Basilbub
1: and this happened to me.
0: God uh, That's your first warning that maybe Satan could be uh, yeah, yeah. in the wings here. Yeah, Camp Basilbub. Camp Basil I mean you, you see that ooh the evil intonations on that. And then of course um, he rented it for fifty dollars. And he says, anybody, everybody who's anybody from Salem High will be... That's your second clue. Salem, Salem High. High. Hmm. Anybody in Salem knows
1: that they're witches.
0: Charlie, I know why you got this place so cheap. Why? Because last Halloween, 13 people were murdered here. And then there's a thought bubble that says, gasp. Gasp. Yes, now, <laughs> isn't that the sound you make when there's a quick intake of air? Yes. How are you thinking gasp? Because thought travels faster than your gas. <laughs> You're thinking, <gasps> did they get the killer? And now look at this, this is the panel. Um, there's a spider dropping down and the uh, dialogue balloon is directly um, off the shoulder, pointing to the spider. <laughs> the spider comes down and says, they riddled him with bullets but couldn't find his body. He must be he must dead. Be dead. Yeah, obviously thank the you. spider is wiser than anybody else. <laughs> well, thank you, Spider. There's nothing to worry about, though. Um, the gang should be here by dark. Boy, have I got a surprise for them. Carrie will sacrifice a cat to Satan at midnight. Um, Why a cat? What a way to end a party. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, Jack Chick lives in an alternate universe. Yeah,
1: I, I'm telling you, this, this happened to me on my high school reunion. Yeah. We showed up at it's Camp peaceful and somebody pulled out a cat to sacrifice it. Yeah.
0: We all wanted to sacrifice a cat.
1: Yeah, yeah, it it happens all
0: the time. And for some strange reason, there's a guy um, dressed all in black with a gigantic pumpkin on his head.
1: Yeah, it's impressive. This dude must have neck muscles
0: beyond neck (laughs) muscles. I mean, how do you hold something like that up? He says they're coming to celebrate my birthday. Oh, so this must be Sawine. And then he, you mean Sam Hain? I mean (laughs) Sawine. Mr. Hain? Yes, um, and then he, uh, I think he's cursing. It's a swirl exclamation point star star exclamation point. Obviously, Jack tracks uh, can't have shit. Damn, I forgot cursed. my chainsaw. They're censored. Uh, amazing. He's he's actually um he he's tied a string around a snake. I guess it's his pet. He's <laughs> taking his, Pet snake out for a walk. Well,
1: it's a rattlesnake. I hear rattlesnakes have to walk on a regular basis, otherwise they get sedentary.
0: If you don't slither your rattlesnake around, they get pretty irritated. Well, as long as he's not rubbing the rattlesnake, we should be all right. At midnight, um, and again, uh, this happened with you, too. I mean, I dressed up in a hood. Um, I got a cat. Once again, Carrie told me that was just between us. (laughs) And a knife. (laughs) They're going to sacrifice the cat. There's four candles and a pentagram. Almighty Satan, we sacrifice this cat to you on your birthday. And then crash, the gigantic pumpkin head guy comes in. He's found his chainsaw.
1: (laughs) I don't want that
0: cat as my
1: sacrifice. I want Carrie. So Carrie must be chased around a lot because he made it through for both of us. Uh he's killing everybody. Help! Yeah, no. I love that there's a mouse and a a cat running side by side with this guy who's running away. So at least he's
0: saving everybody. It's like Tom and Jerry. (laughs) I don't know why the cat is not chasing the mouse. Uh, Why is the cat still alive? I thought he was supposed to be stabbed at this point. Now, Satan is an animal rights activist. He saved the cat. So he saved the cat to kill the humans. Is that
1: is that like that woman who was protesting the running of the bulls and the bulls killed her?
0: How ironic. Yes, yes. Uh now we're in the police station. Chief, there's another massacre going down at Camp Basilbub. Oh no! If it's the same killer, we'll need an
1: army. I love that he's holding his throat. Someone give that man a heine lick maneuver.
0: <laughs> he spilled his coffee also.
1: Yeah, well that's because he's choking. Can't this guy see that he's choking? He's doing the international symbol for choking.
0: Forty minutes later they've they've cornered Sam Hain. You're uh, next. Ha ha. <laughs> Die, you, and it's the same swear word. Um, Swirl, like, star, star. Maybe a dick? I don't know. (laughs) But it's the same word, so it had to be dick. I forgot my chainsaw. Yeah, dick, oh, that's a good point. So, die, you, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then, surprise, run, tis the devil himself. I don't know why, (laughs) but suddenly he has an Irish accent.
1: Oh, Mother of Mary, how can we get away from this wee little uh, Satan? <laughs> Satan.
0: <laughs> he lifts the pumpkin head up, and it's Satan.
1: What I love is, why didn't he do this the first year? They they shot him up the first year, and now this year he lifts the pumpkin
0: up. Oops, it's know, Satan. Uh, Satan has a mustache, too, I didn't notice. He has a mustache? I yeah. thought that was just a hair lip. It could be a hair lip. Uh, let's see, now they've got 19 dead. You've got to stop him, Chief. He must be on his way to the village... May the saints preserve us. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> that know. That sounds there's just a, like my old Irish love. There's some Irish guy in the police force. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, outside the village church, uh, Satan is just peering into the window, and he finds a little kid praying, you know, which is typically also what I did in Halloween. I, yeah. I wouldn't trick or treat. I'd just go pray.
1: Well, if you look like this kid, you'd be praying a lot, too.
0: <laughs> that little creep is praying when it's party time, and then he sneaks up behind him and goes,
1: Yeah! <laughs> This is what I love. He goes in there with a chainsaw, killing people left and right, but for some reason the worst he does to this praying boy is yell yeah behind him to scare him? Yeah. Well, this time he gasped out loud.
0: Yeah, at least he didn't think the gasp. The Lord rebuke you, Satan! Um, And then there's a little quote. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. James 4 7 And, of course, you have
1: Satan with his little tail running away. But my question is... He's got
0: the same swear word, too.
1: Yeah, same swear word. So maybe maybe it is shit. Maybe it is shit. (laughs) So my question is, is, um, if Satan knows that all he has to do is turn around and say, I rebuke you, Satan, and he has to flee... Then why, instead of sneaking up behind him and going, yeah, he just didn't sneak up behind him and tear his throat out, or slit his throat? Uh, yeah. Yeah, if he can't say the words, he can't chase you away. So come on, Satan, you just slaughtered 19 people back at the cabin. What's this boy? He can't get one little Christian?
0: Yeah. Come on. Yeah, well, you know, Christians are more powerful. Uh, The next morning he goes to visit the pastor. Pastor, is Halloween really Satan's birthday? No, Joey. He was created
1: in heaven, and his name was Lucifer. Why don't you get on your knees so I can part your hair, <laughs> and we'll
0: discuss this. Just say the same thing. i am just come over here and sit on my lap, Joey.
1: Yes, we'll talk about what
0: pops up. Right, these are Protestants, they're not Catholics.
1: Oh, well, I'm sure
0: Pastor... He's Catholic safe for another priest. year or two. <laughs> well, they do like him older in Protestant <laughs> churches. He was a beautiful creature who guarded God's throne. Then he rebelled against God, so he was kicked out of heaven.
1: In fact, he was the beautiful creature that turned me to my pastoral ways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who kicked him out of heaven, Pastor? (laughs) His creator, the Lord Jesus Christ. Is see a pattern here? All the Christians are like, retarded. Yeah, yeah. They've never heard these stories before, even though they've been going to church their entire life. Well, I just love that the pastor
1: looks like a lumberjack, and he's got a little soul patch underneath his, (laughs) his bottom lip there. Does that make him cool? Oh, okay. See,
0: Satan does have a mustache. He's got a mustache and a goatee. Oh, he's got a goatee now. There he is. Outside of the church, he's shaking his fist. Ugh, I
1: hate that name. Lord Jesus Christ. Why, why would Satan hate that name? I mean,
0: really? <laughs> well, it reminds him that he failed to kill him, as we'll get into a little later. Ah, of course. So Satan wants everyone to fry with him. Um, he's a master deceiver. Halloween's one of his tricks. Kids love Halloween because it's both fun and scary, and you have a kid dressed up as a witch and another one as Satan himself. Yeah, uh, and the Satan says "twick or tweet." Uh, see a problem with that?
1: Um, let's see. In, can uh, he
0: say the the consonant "r" or can't he? <laughs> well,
1: obviously he can say it in "or,"
0: but not "twick" or "tweet." <laughs> so, twick or tweet. Maybe it's. Uh, hmm. It should be twick o tweet. Let me help you out, Jack. Twick o tweet. Twick o tweet. But then Uh, wouldn't he sound more like that little bird on the the (laughs) Bugs Buddy? But they have no idea what's behind the celebration. The next panel is a bunch of Satan worshippers around a bonfire, which looks suspiciously like the bonfire of the Christian book burning that we went over last Yeah, from the
1: RPGs. And, you know, oddly enough, there's more people, but they all have their arms raised up, just like in the Christian book. It's exactly
0: the same. (laughs) To Satanists and witches, Halloween is no joke. It's their most solemn ceremony of the year. Satanism will increase, so will human sacrifice. Well, um, again, Satan's doing his part. What about the rest of the satans There's never been a single document in case of human sacrifice outside of uh, uh, the Old Testament, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you know, I, I'm, oddly enough, this states here that As we get closer to the second coming of Jesus, that people are going to be doing human sacrifice and Satanism everywhere.
0: The Mayans are going to return. Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: oddly enough, I see this all the time. I mean, at least four houses down my street have sacrificed their own child. Oh, oh shit, that's that's the Bible. Never mind, sorry, we're talking Satanism right
0: now. But Remember, God stopped Abraham from sacrificing Isaac.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if uh, if Abraham would have missed that telegram, if
0: God would have been sitting up there going, oh, shit. Sorry, a little late. Ah, Don't! Mail was late today. Um, well, of course, he didn't stop him from sacrificing his own son, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, There's was another one sacrifice, which had absolutely nothing to do with Satanism, if we are to believe this. Halloween started in the British Isles with the Druids. Those guys were really spooky. And it's got a guy with um, a cloak and um, a beard. And he's holding a paper mache ankh, it looks like.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, um, Excuse me, Jack. Uh, when did Egypt reach the British Isles? I mean, last I uh, checked, the ankh was a sign of life. Why is a
0: druid, why is a druid carrying a Egyptian sign of life? <laughs> Especially if he's so spooky here. Yeah. Uh, you know, my parents told me the peace sign. You know, that little... Yeah, the peace sign with the No no. no, Oh, you're talking about the actual circle with the They told me that's a sign of Satan because it's a cross turned upside down and broke it. What? Yeah. (laughs) Oh wow. Now we've got to research the peace sign,
1: find (laughs) out where it came from.
0: October thirty first was a night of terror called Sam Hain. That night Oh, look at all these druids, they're carrying away a virgin. No, help me. Are you sure she's a virgin? Because she doesn't look like much of a virgin. (laughs) Druids went house to house taking victims for human sacrifice. Yeah, see, uh,
1: he doesn't state that she's a virgin, so uh, maybe they're just taking her to the prom.
0: That could be. Yeah. She's just being uh, gang taken to the prom. Yeah. Gang escort. In I hear it all the time. <laughs> In exchange for the victim, they left a jack o' lantern, which was supposed to protect protect the home from death demons that night. Death
1: demons. Death,
0: yeah. Um, well, let's let's stop here and let's get into a little bit about this Sam Hain and, and Jack o' Lantern. Um the story behind Jack o' Lennon there's this guy named Stingy Jack, right? <laughs> Such a good name. I, <laughs> I wish I had a nickname like that. If you name your kid Stingy Jack, what do you expect? He's yeah, going to grow right. up and become a little miser. Yeah. He invited Satan to have a drink with him, and as often happens, Satan actually showed up and had a drink with yeah, him. You know,
1: it, it actually happens to me at least once every other week. And in fact, I
0: can't get Satan to stop coming. Yeah. Uh, I've stopped taking his calls, and now he just keeps pestering me on Facebook and with text messages. Ah, uh, you got to quit your Facebook account.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, uh, Stingy Jack, uh, drank all the beer and uh, Satan drank the beer, um, but he didn't want to pay because he's stingy, right? Yeah, well, that's his first name in <laughs> So he tells. <laughs> Jack was his last name. Of
1: course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he tricks Satan into uh, turning into a coin to pay for uh, the drinks that they just had. Of course, of course. And of course, Satan does. He turns into a coin. He takes the coin, stingy Jack takes the coin, puts it in his uh, pocket next to a silver cross, thereby, for some unknown reason, preventing Satan from turning back into Satan.
1: Now, oddly enough, this this man, Stingy Jack, is walking around with a cross in his pocket, which means that he is religious, so why is he sitting there having a drink with Satan
0: in the first place? I don't know. The story doesn't go into that much detail. Um, But it goes on. Oh, of course. So, Satan's trapped. He's kind of at at Stingy Jack's um, mercy, and uh, he gets to agree to take the cross out of his pocket so he can change back. Um, He agrees to leave uh, Stingy alone for an entire year. And if he dies... He can't claim his soul, so he agrees, and he you know he turns back into Satan and leaves him alone. Forever. Well, I can understand why Stingy Jack would let him out. I mean, if
1: my penny in my pocket was constantly yammering at me to get free, I'd, I'd right. let it go.
0: All this anti-Christian propaganda all the time—it's tiresome.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you can only have so much of it. And you, if if I'm really wanting my anti-Christian propaganda, I'm going to
0: go to the One True Podcast. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Next year, Satan shows up. He's going to get his revenge on Stingy Jack. But Stingy Jack goes, all right, well, hang on a second. I'm a little hungry. Would you mind uh, climbing up this tree and picking me a piece of fruit? Ah, now
1: what, what, what would Satan do in this instance? Say,
0: Satan goes, oh, all right. He climbs up to the tree and starts picking up fruit. But Stingy's really smart. He's much smarter than Satan. You know all these deals that Satan, like, does all these deals, and he twists it around and these legalese, and he takes yeah, advantage of yep. That's not true. Stingy Jack is, is the Stingy
1: master. Stingy Jack has found a way to outwit
0: Satan. He carves a cross on a tree, thus trapping Satan in the tree he can't come down.
1: Now, i got to tell you, Satan's got to be a horrible tree climber. If he's- <laughs> Up this tree, picking a, pl- a piece of fruit, and Stingy's down there carving a tree. I don't know how many yeah. of you have ever carved into a tree, but it ain't as easy as it looks. It takes a minute or two.
0: Yeah, um, and Satan, Satan should have known when uh, Stingy Jack, you know, was carving the tree, and Satan said, hey, uh, can you give me a boost here? <laughs> no, oh, I'm shit, busy. you're not up the tree yet. <laughs> <laughs> so he traps him in the tree. Now he says, all right, I'm not going to let you down until you promise to leave me alone for ten years this time and not to claim my soul. So Satan's forced to agree. Uh, Well, shortly after this, um, Stingy dies. I think he had appendicitis and refused to pay the hospital bill. More than likely. I I hear that often with Stingy people. (laughs) And it burst and it killed him. So, Are you sure it wasn't the Morrison sack? It could have been the Morrison sack. That's often infected after the operation. Of course. Shortly after this, he dies. And God says, look, uh, I'm not going to let you to heaven. Damn it. So Stingy goes down to hell, and Satan goes, Ha! You made me promise not to claim your soul into hell. So why don't you uh, take this lantern and get out of here? So he carves a turnip turnip. and puts a candle inside the turnip and goes wandering. So the the Irish folk who saw him out on the moors wandering to look for a place between heaven and hell, apparently. He couldn't just stay on the earth. Of course. Uh, They called him Jack of the Lantern. And then that got contracted into because it, seriously, it's really tough to say the, the letter F. So um, <laughs> they said Jack O' Lantern.
1: Well, wait, wait, wait. They also cut out the.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Jack Jack O' the Lantern, and then it was Jack O' Lantern. Now no, I'm sorry, I have nothing against you, stingy. And, and stingy Jack's descendant then became the sheriff in Jack Chick's tract. <laughs> Saints preserve us! Saints preserve us! Oh, Mother Mary, tis the devil himself. So, so my question to you, Charlie, is. Yes. Uh,
1: when, when you die and yeah. you find out that you and I are, are both in trouble, that, that yeah. heaven does exist, and yep. you go up there and God says, nope, sorry, you can't come in here, uh, would your first inclination be, oh, well, I guess I better go find myself a place in hell?
0: My first inclination would be, was it the masturbation, gone? Was that it? That...
1: <laughs> well, I, I only got up to the point before ejaculation. Right. I and usually that happened
0: when I was falling over. <laughs> I just teased myself, basically.
1: Or had others
0: tease it for me.
1: That's not really masturbation. never actually
0: emit any semen. (laughs) Uh, No, that would not be my first choice. Um, My first choice would be to find a Motel 6. (laughs) And what, haunt it? Yes. Haunt the Motel 6. Turn up and down the air conditioning? (laughs) Yeah, I'd be pissed off at all the ghost whispers coming, trying to whisper to me. (laughs) You never have been able to hear that well. feel <laughs> like, God, I'm trying to haunt this place. Leave me alone. And they'd be like, I get an, I'm get, getting an H. I'm getting an H. Does that mean anything to anybody? H? Uh, leave me alone. <laughs> I think that next letter was an S. Uh, let's go back to the recording. Here.
1: Have you ever watched these little ghost hunters? It is oh, the God. most retarded thing I've ever seen. I hate, it. I hate it. Uh, uh, Back to the Jack Chick tract.
0: Okay. I'm back on track. Uh, Satan loves Halloween because it glamorizes the powers of darkness drawing little kids into his camp and it's paying off witchcraft is exploding among teens today matter of fact teens themselves are exploding yes yes uh, usually in their pants but it
1: still is an explosion
0: spontaneous <laughs> human combustion has been uh, oh, you're uh, precipitously rush, increasing so. over the last decade or so well
1: that's because they start gathering these magical forces inside them and yes. then they can't control well, them that's true it's, they're
0: very dangerous children yes yes The Lord hates Halloween and its evil origin. Satan, uh, Satanic human sacrifices are a slap in God's face. Yes, yes. Well, um, except if God's doing it himself. I'd like to slap God's face for making the platypus. (laughs) Is it a duck or is it a mammal? Is it a bird or is it a mammal? Come
1: on. Well, you know, it kind of reminds me of all those science fiction things where people go in and uh, they mate with aliens and such. And it it just makes me think maybe a duck finally got one in on the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe Satan
0: created the platypus. Well,
1: obviously it's so screwed up that God wouldn't have created something like that.
0: <laughs> God, Satan's sacrifices are a mockery of God's perfect sacrifice for our sins. Hmm. You mean when Jesus was crucified? Yes.
1: Yes. Yes, that's exactly yes. what I mean. Yes, See, because God's allowed to do human sacrifice, but oh, woe be unto all you lesser gods out there.
0: Now, um... Once again, I'm going to warn our listeners. Um, This next panel says this is what Satan doesn't want you to read. And even though he's sitting there saying, don't read this part, trust me, I am going to read it. So any of you who are particularly susceptible to Satanic messages may want to leave the room.
1: Yes, yes. In
0: fact, uh, if Satan is out there having a beer with you right now, you listen to him. It may, turn them into a coin and uh, keep it in your pocket next to your silver cross. <laughs> Sin stops everyone from going to heaven, but Obviously. God, in his perfect love, provided the way. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die in our place. Human sacrifice. Human sacrifice. Yes.
1: Jesus is the only way to heaven.
0: Unless, of course, you're a uh, stingy jack and then you, you can't really find a way in. Yeah, you can't get into heaven, you can't get into hell. If you believe Jesus died for your sins and receive Him as your personal Savior, you will be saved from hell. In parentheses, he has to specify from hell. Then well, it's so confusing. Then you will reign with Jesus forever. Are and you it. sure they're not going to save us from Starbucks? Let's get a guy uh, kneeling down with a big fat ass and only one leg. Yeah, Forgive me, Lord. I'm
1: sorry. Just looking at that person, I can pick out about six people I know
0: offhand
1: that look exactly like that fat ass, one leg.
0: Give my fat ass, Lord. <laughs> Give my gimping one leg. You
1: know, you're starting to go with an Irish. Does that, does that mean every time we're talking to God or Satan, we have to get an Irish? <laughs> yes, <bill>? absolutely. <laughs> this is my favorite image, though. This is this very last one, where it says, "But if you're a dummy, or uh, but if you're a dummy, and go with Satan." And then it has Satan once again with a giant pumpkin on his head. Carved with one tooth for some reason. And
0: a crooked smile. And it says,
1: hi, guys. Welcome to the laughing place. Hey, hey, hey. What
0: I like is the guy in the back shaking his fist going, you
1: rat! Shouldn't he be in pain? By
0: <laughs> it looks pretty fun, actually. Yeah, yeah, he
1: looks like he's having fun. Maybe you,
0: you know, if you have enough uh, wherewithal to shake your fist and say you're rad, you can't be in that much pain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's the laughing place, for God's sake. The laughing place. That sounds it? great. Yeah. That sounds much better than going to heaven and just singing hymns to yeah. God. Sitting
1: around on a cloud, uh, relaxing. I mean, that, that's nice for uh, at a couple of hours.
0: But so um, that's Jack Chick version of Halloween, and that matches up with reality. Pretty well. Satan yeah. um, has got into Layton's head and uh, given him some research onto some uh, some very strange ideas about Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is I got to warn you, Jack Chick does not agree with the next part. No, no. And in, in fact, Jack Chick would be completely
1: against me uh, telling you because I am going to point out some rituals that they used to do that are completely blasphemous Did you and hear that? satanic. I just gasped inside my head. <laughs> <laughs> I think they need to see that. <laughs> you, you, you can't hear a gasp inside your head. All right, so what Halloween came from was something known as Samhain or Sawween or however you want to pronounce yeah,
0: it. Yeah, it's, it's pronounced Sawwin, I, I suppose, but I'm going to take Eva's uh, line that these are all ancient languages. We don't know what the hell they're talking about. I'm going to pronounce it however I like.
1: Yeah, yeah see, that's
0: that's my defense, too, as you make fun of me for mistaking it. Exactly. exactly. Um, so it's the birth of uh, Sam, and his last name was Hain. Yeah. It?
1: So anyway, I mean, it's a celebration of death. and uh, of uh, What's of not the- to celebrate? Well, of course. I mean, you've got, well, you also got to point out that Yes, their uh, their goddess or uh, or the king of winter, he died during the summer and the spring months, and then he was reborn again in winter. So, yeah, hey, I mean, that
0: sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah plagiarizing right. that from Christianity. Oh shoot! Oh wait, it was there before the Christians even got there. <laughs> Sorry, that's where they got the Ankh. They're stealing the Egyptian stuff. Ah, well, that I'll accept with Osiris. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll accept that the Celts were stealing yeah. from the Egyptians. Egyptians, who didn't sail at all, apparently sailed all the way over to England and uh, gave them all their religious yeah. ideas. That yeah, gave them a, an ankh, and then they the Celts
1: actually just twisted Egypt's religious right. ideas. So. so anyway, so in 601 AD, Pope Gregory I came up with a brilliant idea because they couldn't stamp out these pagan rituals. So he decided, if a group of people worshipped a tree, rather than cut it down, he advised them to consecrate it to Christ
0: and allow its continued
1: worship. So even though they're worshipping pagan gods, they're worshipping a tree that is
0: consecrated to Christ. So basically, they're just saying you can... Uh, it's like the Persians and the Babylonians, right? They uh, march into a country, take it over, leave all the government intact, and they just say, uh, just pay us taxes and we'll leave you guys alone. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of the same thing. So right. it's the religious version of that. I mean, they... They did this with uh, Christmas. Um, they did this, you know, Saturnalia from from um, yeah. pagan Roman festival. Uh, it's nice that uh, these guys actually say this. And this also brings up, you know, in especially in South America, where um, Christianity is, is uh, rampant since we imposed it on them yeah. back in the 1500s and 1600s. It's not really a monotheistic religion. No, it, it really is They have tons of saints that they're worshiping. Uh, they're praying to the Virgin Mary. This is a very polytheistic religion. Oh, very much so. And in fact, the funny thing is, is the
1: Christians trying to get them away from Samhain developed All Saints' Day on November first and tried to shift it over that way. That didn't work, so they decided on on November second they would do uh, All Souls' Day. But then, uh, <laughs> then they started going back, and and uh, you know uh, these Celts, these uh, lazy Celts, would start doing it. The eve before, and pretty soon it, w- it
0: was called Hallows Eve to Halloween, and so on and so forth. Right. They're so lazy they can't say, say um, Eve of All Hallows Day or All Hallows Eve. It's Or Hallow Evening, it's always got to be Hallow Ian. <laughs> you know, these F's and the V's, they're really troublesome. Well, for we already saw that in Jack Chick, he can't yeah. say R, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's this exact
1: same thing. All right, so now comes the tricky part. I'm going to point out some of the horrible, horrible aspects of these Celts and what they would do. Now, uh, <laughs> now, my favorite has always been. Uh, it's also known as the Nutcrack Night.
0: That because, does sound horrible.
1: Yeah, yeah, because they would put nuts in the fire, and if a nut, oh my god, if a nut burned right? <laughs> Yeah it meant that the nut thrower would be alive in 12 months. But if it burned up brightly, or even more brightly, it meant that they would be married in 12 months.
0: Which is worse. Yeah, Yeah, so you'd rather die at that point. I don't think, well, it depends on whose nut they're throwing, whether they'd be alive in 12 months. That's a good point. I mean... (laughs) Nutcrack night. Jesus.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, the other thing is it was considered a time to eliminate your weaknesses, and so these They're Celts just testicles. Yeah. Not, well, you know, if it's weak, you cast it from you. <laughs> a Christian but, idea. Yeah, Christian idea. The Celts were just, you know, Satan put it into them beforehand. Yeah. But uh, they would go out there and they would slaughter the weak animals that they didn't think would survive through winter. You know, salt the meat, save it, preserve it, that sort of thing. And this actually evolved into
0: a custom where people would actually write down their weaknesses and then burn them. So it's not human sacrifice, in other words. No. Basically, it's a tradition to do with uh, survival because these people are heading into winter where there's no grass to forage. The livestock can't forage grass anymore. Yep. Um, it's going to be covered with snow, and so you've got to uh, eliminate certain amount of the livestock um, to get the rest of the village and the rest of the livestock through. Yeah. So they'd go through, they'd, they'd um, call the herd, I guess. And um, that would help them survive through wintertime.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's a very common sense But I thought things. it was
0: satanic uh, human sacrifice that they were doing. And they were carrying virgins out and um, raking them, gang raking them in the Once their... again, she wasn't a virgin. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They were just taking her to prom. A gang, <laughs> a gang
1: ex- escort. We already determined that. They gang dang, dancer. Gang dancer. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. So... So anyway, so um, another interesting thing that Jack Chick actually pulls up is on the stroke of midnight was when they were going to sacrifice the cat.
0: Well, This in, is after Nutcrack Night. After Well, this is Nutcrack The stroke Night. of midnight during Nutcrack Night. During Nutcrack Night. Yeah,
1: so they would leave an empty chair out, and they would put food in front of it, and this was for the spirits of the dead. And then on the stroke of midnight was uh, believed to be when the dead visited, And they would all quietly sit there a moment of silence in respect for the dead.
0: Well, you know, I think that's a good idea. Next Halloween, I'm going to set out a um, plate for my ancestors. um, Which, by the way, I think, uh, uh, at least on my dad's side, they're all polygamous. Yeah. Which means I'm going to run out of plates and uh, won't have any food for myself. Maybe that's not such a good idea. (laughs) Not such a good idea. No. (laughs) Well, how's this for a good idea?
1: If on Hallow's Eve... You had an animal that was sick. You'd walk out and spit on
0: it because that's a way to chase away the evil spirit. I'm not a veterinarian, but that seems like a good idea. Yeah, it seems like it makes perfect sense to me.
1: So anyway, we get to we get to Jack who who think or yeah Jack Chick who thinks that this uh, this whole thing is about Satan worship. Well, they actually did divining, and let me point out a few things that they divined. Uh, let's see, by candlelight, go alone to a mirror and eat an apple before it whilst combing your hair. And here's the scary part. Your future love will be
0: seen in the glass over your shoulder. But only if you say Bloody Mary three times. <laughs> yeah, how horrifying is that? Turn around I mean, to do a circle. Yeah, turn around into do a circle.
1: All right. Another horrifying, divining method they used was actually for the young girls of the Celts. And what they would do is they would stick apple pips to their cheek, designating all the boys they liked, and whichever one clung onto the cheek the longest
0: was their soulmate. Their true love. I don't even know what an apple pip is. Neither do I. I don't think I want to know. Nope. They would also uh, peel an apple uh, and they'd throw the apple over their shoulder, the the peel, and they'd look around and hopefully it would, you know, uh, come into the shape of the initial of oh, the person initial. they were going to be married.
1: Yeah, yeah. They would That's, toss it over their shoulder and it would be the initials of the person they were.
0: going to Actually, I do that in modern medicine as well. I will peel an apple, go into a patient's room, throw it over my shoulder. It'll form the first initial of the disease that they have. Yeah, I've seen it work, actually. It's very impressive. So, uh, uh, actually, that just proves that you are a Satan worshiper. Well, I keep getting syphilis is what, uh, (laughs) that's the problem. It keeps falling into the shape of an S. (laughs) Are you telling me there's no other diseases that
1: start with an S just Well, they are,
0: but I haven't diagnosed any of them.
1: (laughs) That's because you keep
0: stopping on syphilis. Well, they (laughs) The parents keep telling me I'm just giving my daughter text for strep, but it's, um, I have to break the bad news to them. It's,
1: it's syphilis. Sorry.
0: Yeah, she's going nuts. <laughs> Your 8-year-old daughter has tertiary syphilis. All
1: right, all right. So, so now that we're beyond syphilis at this point, <laughs> maybe Charlie's trying to tell us something here. Right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they actually have directions on how you can celebrate the Samhain ritual. First thing you do is you build yourself an altar. Well, who doesn't have an altar? Yeah, yeah I, I usually keep mine uh, next to my front door so people are, aren't surprised by it when they
0: walk. And they trip in. over it.
1: Yeah. So, what do you put on it? Well, skulls, skeletons, grave rubbings, and ghosts. What is a grave rubbing? Um, I, I know what I do with a grave rubbing. I,
0: I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I go out to the, How do you put that on the grave? Well, uh, the altar. After I've rubbed after up against the grave a the <laughs>
1: <laughs> Once you've rubbed you up against a your, grave, your, you, you g- understand. what You collect rubbers. your grave rubbings. Yes, yes, you collect your grave rubbings. Everybody has their own way of rubbing against a grave. <laughs> and oh, then yeah. you put harvest foods out, nuts
0: and berries. So it's a fertility ritual is what you're saying.
1: Ah, that's, that's what it is for me. <laughs> of course, usually they wait till the Baltrain... The Beltane. Bal- uh, uh, the
0: ser- the, the Beltane, the Um So basically... Uh, if you haven't already um, burned up your nuts in the fire, whatever nuts you have left over, you gather that.
1: Yeah, you're you're basically gonna rub one out on a grave, yes. and then collect your grave rubbings. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, lots of flogging the dolphin in this ritual. Excellent. I like these pagans. Yes, yes, they they have a way of celebrating that is just just beyond words. So then, after you've built this altar. You create a meal with wild game meat and uh, dark bread, usually rye or pumpernickel, something like that. And then you gather everybody around the table and you go through this ceremony where you say, Tonight is the first of three nights on which we celebrate Samhain. It is the end of the harvest, the last days of summer, and the cold nights wait on the other side of us, blah, blah, blah. A time blah, of sacred darkness. blah
0: blah time of sacred darkness. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty satanic. You yeah, gotta admit
1: that sacred darkness. I mean, obviously they are uh, worshipping Satan in this right, in the darkness. Absolutely. So then you take a cup of cider or wine. Everybody goes outside to your garden where you grow food, or in this case, most of you, your lawn, and then you uh, whisper another ceremony as you're pouring this cider onto the ground. And it's summer is gone, winter is coming. We have planted and we have watched the garden grow. We have weeded and we have gathered the harvest. Now it is at an end. Well, what if you haven't weeded? (laughs) In the case of your yard, (laughs) I'm pretty sure you can just cut that out. I'm (laughs) going to skip that part. Just skip it. So then here comes the fun part. Then you gather up all the stalks of dead plants you have and you either create a man or a woman, depending on if you're going towards the masculine path of the King of Winter or the goddess in her form of a hag or a crone. And then you bring this this straw man inside, you set him at the table, you feed him first, and
0: uh, then you take him back outside and you plant him in your garden. Oh, that's where the... Um, scarecrow? scarecrow? Scarecrow. That's where the Scarecrow came from. Probably. Yeah. And uh,
1: then you burn him in the Beltane situ- er, celebration in, in springtime. Of course.
0: Of course. Uh, I've... Uh, you know, I've had so many Beltane celebrations, I've just never had any Sam Hain celebrations.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I told you about my Beltane uh, celebration where I went up with those Wiccans, and uh, after they danced around the Maypole, they told me, uh, swimming in the hot springs, clothes optional, and I fled the scene. Uh, they are probably just bobbing for apples. <laughs> um, if, you, if they're the size of apples, they've got a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving right along.
0: Yes, yes. So that, in effect, is Halloween. So um, <clears throat> what Chick doesn't understand is that Halloween is a secular holiday now. And to these guys who are fundamentalist Christians, secular means anti-Christian, basically, Yeah. anti-religious. When really, it just means that it has nothing to do with religion. Um, cars, cars are secular. A hot dog is secular. <laughs> uh, a bologna sandwich <laughs> is said, secular. A hot dog may not be secular if it's not kosher.
1: <laughs> We're not up, Jewish,
0: <laughs> uh, So it's it's a secular holiday, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. I mean, the fact that Leighton and I worship Satan on that holiday has nothing to do yeah. with it being a religious holiday. The fact that Satan.
1: every year we collect screams from children and and weeping tears yeah. <laughs> has nothing to do.
0: Urine stains on the. On the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go in there, Daddy. Don't make me go in there. All right, so we've wrapped up the chick Tracks, and the one remaining thing we have to do is uh, our curse. Yes. You remember that? Yes, I do. This is how I want to go. This is this is my curse. Uh, it comes from Acts 1, 18 to 19, the death of Judas. It says, Now this man purchased a field with a reward of iniquity, and falling headlong, he burst asunder in the mist, and all his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers of Jerusalem, in so much as that field is called in the proper tongue, Echel which is to say, the field of blood. So I want to uh, trip and... Uh, be disemboweled. Be disemboweled and have all of my um, bowels gush out. Uh, and also, didn't Wasn't it happened that Judas hanged himself? Yeah. See, I've always heard that Judas oh, that's right. In Matthew himself. 27. Um... He tries to give the thirty pieces of silver back. They refuse to wouldn't hang himself. So what I want to do is somehow die uh, with both of those, just like Judas did. So as you're tripping and being disemboweled, you're being dragged up the tree. So uh, <laughs> uh, you right. The rope goes into the tree. I'm um, trying to kill myself. I <laughs> so I trip yourself headlong. the tree. Yeah. Uh, my bowels. Burst asunder, rupture out, fall all over the ground, and then I get hanged. That's the way I want to go. <laughs> now, I've come up with a curse for Leighton as well. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear this. What the way uh, I want Leighton to go to be cursed is that, that you curse his um, testicles and penis. <laughs> so they will swell every day and double their size. Now, after about two months, it will become the size of a normal penis. <laughs> At that time, it will explode. <laughs> So, wait,
1: wait, wait. So as soon as it becomes the size of a normal penis, it's going to explode? Yes. And, then, and then what? You I'm stretch
0: to the skin too <laughs> top. it will explode. Please
1: tell me what, what the size of a regular penis is. Uh, five to
0: seven inches. Five erect. to seven inches. Erect. Huh. <laughs> so does that
1: mean the balls are going to get that big or
0: just the entire penis? Well, your penis and balls are going to double in size for two months every day until they become the size of normal. So, all. that means I've got 20 years before I die? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's that's my curse on you. Uh, pronouncing a curse on Leighton. So, so, do I just bleed to death at that point? Yeah. All right, well, for
1: all you women out there, I am single. So, uh, as my penis gets larger, <laughs> you might enjoy it a little bit more, too. So, please sign up on the website. He's
0: got two months, but I, I wait until the end of those two months. Yes, yes. Well... Actually, uh, it, it, if we
1: start now, then it'll start getting better and better as we go.
0: You won't be able to feel anything for at least one month and 28 days. <laughs> <laughs> so you're words, right it's at double, the end of the month. Doubling in size. Oh, of course. Um, so, you know, one month and 29 days will be half the size of a normal penis. Ah, I see. So, <laughs> did you think of a curse yourself, or am I doing all the thinking? Uh, actually, I forgot entirely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's
1: it. That's our curses. Yeah, that's my curses. So... Uh, Please, anybody out there, make my penis
0: and balls grow. Yeah, we're going to give you a year for this person. If we're still uh, podcasting a year from now, uh, we'll visit this uh, and see if either of us have died in this manner. Maybe I should take measurements right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next week, um, it's going to be fantastic. For those of you who want us to get back to the Bible and historical context and uh, all the Babylonian precursors and all that stuff, what we're going to do is, since we love Egypt so much, we're going to do the Bible and Egypt, where they intersect, the prophets who got mummified, what they say about Egypt and what really occurred in Egypt at that time. Now that sounds like fun. It's going to be great. See
1: you then. Your old